everybody. We're back here on one-on-one -on -one New York's longest running sports call and show on WFUV 90.7 FM, WFUV.org, WFUVsports.org, Facebook, YouTube, all the places that you can find our broadcast. It's me, Dylan Balsamo. It's my friend, Gigi Spear. We're so thankful that you continue to join us for our show. And we're so excited about our guest right now. Our guest is a pitcher who pitched four seasons with the Texas Rangers. He's now currently with the Fukuoka SoftBank Hawks of the Nippon Professional Baseball League in Japan. But most importantly, he just finished representing the United States in the return of baseball to the Summer Olympics in Tokyo. Pitched 11 innings, two runs, 16 strikeouts on route to a silver medal. He is also, very importantly here, only the 34th major leaguer ever to have played baseball at this very university. It is Nick Martinez. It is such an honor. I can't believe we are in the same Zoom room as an Olympian. That's a, that's a hell of an intro, man. Thanks a lot. Uh, Thank happy you. to be here. I truly worked all day on it. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, glad, you, I'm glad you liked it. Uh, so I guess uh, our first question is, in, uh, in, in the wrap-up of, of the Olympics here, we know, so you're still in Tokyo right now, to let our listeners know. Well, I'm in, I'm in Fukuoka, actually. Fukuoka is down south, like an hour and a half flight um, south of Tokyo. Okay. So I, same time zone. Okay, same time zone. So I guess our first question is, in the adjustment back to playing for uh, the, the SoftBank Hawks or the Hawks or, or yeah. how it would be. Either one's fine. What has that adjustment been like trying to get out of the uh, Olympic mindset back into just um, – So we just started back up yesterday, and um, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I don't pitch I don't pitch till Tuesday the 17th, and so the team's been giving me a few days. I've had some light practices. A lot of massages, which is nice. Um, I've had a massage like every day since I've been here, just trying to get my body, um, you know, try to bring it back down. I, I mean, I was after we won silver. I, I mean, I didn't go to bed till like six a.m. two nights in a row, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not back at Fordham anymore. So the the the, the consequences are a little heavier. Um, <laughs> so I was I was pretty drained the last few days with coming to the ballpark, just getting my work in, getting getting recovery in. And I've been feeling better. So we just started up yesterday with a win against my former team. Um, we have two more games this weekend, and then I pitch on Tuesday uh, against the Rackerton Eagles. Nick, we're so happy to have you here. Again, I want to just apologize to everyone for some background noise because, like you said – I'm in the boat. I'm in the same boat with you. <laughs> okay, and it happens, and it's life, and these boxes that we are in are just fictitious, aren't they? But yeah. well, I have so many questions. But first of all, if you don't mind, I'd like to start – with the present moment and I know Dylan already asked how the adjustment is but how is life right now in the in the major league I know you guys just won um the silver medal and congrats on yeah. that so thanks, thanks the Olympian you have the hardware to prove it too yeah um so yeah just how is life going right now and you get to play a sport that you probably I'm assuming yeah love. so I mean a dream come true really I mean um you know to, to represent the country and, and to take home silver um, you know, what an honor and just, I'm on cloud nine still about it. So, um, enjoying that still a little bit, um, coming back here, uh, with, with the NPV adjusting, like, like we talked about a little bit, but again, it's, it's just been a little bit of a grind. I haven't had my family out here all season. So, um, just trying to stay locked in for the game. It, it, it has its pros and cons. I'm, I'm able to stick to a routine a little bit easier, but then again, having my family around is a nice distraction. So. I miss them like crazy. I haven't seen them in like five months now. So um, I'm married and I have a three-year-old. So that part's kind of tough outside of baseball. But um, once I'm at the field, I'm able to, you know, stay focused on my routine and, and, and get after it. 
So obviously the life of any professional baseball player is just a rush of emotions while it's happening. And that's why I'm very curious of, of the state you were in when you found out that you were going to be playing for Team USA in the Olympics. I'd imagine that was just a surreal moment. I would also imagine that the fact that you didn't have to travel very far to participate uh, was also a great point. Well, so about that. So first off, I mean, being asked to, to represent the country um, is beyond surreal. I, I feel luckier than than having been, you know, making it to the major leagues, uh, you know, when you when you make your debut, you, something that you've worked towards, and as long as you're grinding away in the in the minors, um, you feel like you're you're always, you always have a chance. And and as long as I keep working, keep putting in the time, and keep making improvements, at some point they're going to give me a shot, see if I can actually compete at that level. So uh, that goal seems more attainable than being selected for Team USA. Um, you know, on top of you know, pitching well, there, there's plenty of guys that still pitch well and don't get selected. So it goes beyond that. It goes beyond, um, you know, it goes beyond what you do on the field and um, into your character, if you're a team player, if you're, it goes beyond a, a whole list of things. And um, to be selected, it's, I just feel incredibly lucky and honored um, that, that, that they even consider me and to even make it and bring home silver. It's just something I'll cherish forever. Well, we know you have the roots in a Jesuit education, and I hate to do yeah. this to you because maybe you want to forget about it. But no, that's but all right. You went to a Jesuit high school, obviously, you went to Fordham, and they preach care for the whole person, whatever, cure a personality, right. whatever. Um, and I'm just wondering what that means for you. You know, like you are trying to, you're making a living off of what you love. And um, I'm wondering what it's like for you to be doing that and living what you love but you also have this family too so how has it been for you to adjust yeah. to like take care of every part of yourself and of the people around you whether it's your teammates that you're with right now or your family back home how's that right so um you know at, at our at my high school at, Jesuit, at Belen Jesuit we were um, our model was men for others and whatever we can do to help and um make our environment better um a lot of times that looks uh, that 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 has to do with looking inward um how can I be a better person to then serve others and so, um, you know, and, and to be able to do what I love um, and having been through the grind of, of, of the minor leagues and, and getting to the big leagues and being sent up and down and, um, you know, kind of been in that yo-yo effect with Texas and then coming back out here or coming out here to Japan and um, having to sacrifice family time. Um, I, I really just try to spread a, a positive message to, to some young guys. And, um, you know, a lot of the time, especially, you know, there's guys that come out here and there's younger guys that, feel a lot of pressure, the same types of pressure that I felt when I was um, getting, you know, called up and sent down numerous times. Um, just try to stay positive and, and look at ways that I can help them grow, um, look at the, you know, the positive things in, 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 in what might seem a, a negative situation and how they can get better, uh, help them, you know, you know, we're in a very analytical style of the game right now. So either try to interpret analytics to them so that they can better understand and improve their game and also strengthen their mind in any which way. So that, that's, that's, those are the type of things that I like doing and working with other people. We're here with silver medalist Nick Martinez on one-on-one -on, -one on WFUV and all of our platforms. Nick, you, you, know, you talk about that adjustment, specifically between the minor and, and the major leagues from an emotional standpoint, but from a technical standpoint, from, from the, the game itself, I would imagine the, the adjustment, especially pitching between the minors and the majors is enough, but then not only to all also have to adjust between the big leagues and the Japanese league, but now you also have to find the, the different type of game that the Olympic 
Olympics would be in this combination of a whole different bunch of baseball styles, I would imagine. So what is that like to have to adjust on the mound between different styles of play, especially between different opponents in the Olympics, but between the Japanese league and between pitching in the big leagues, and the minor leagues, and even in college as well? What, what are those things like? Yeah, sometimes you can get caught up in, in you know, the different styles, the different cultures in the game. And, um, you know, I was fortunate to, to pitch against Korea and then Japan, you know, two Asian styles, even though Korea is, is pretty different from, from, the, uh, from the Japanese league. Um, but, you know, most importantly, you have to remember your strengths. Uh, your strengths are, are usually what got you to, to this level, you know, whatever success you might have. You know, we have some guys in the minor leagues on their way up. We've had some guys that, you know, are 10-year veterans, you know, 10-plus years veterans. And what got those guys – you know, that long, playing that long and sticking to their strengths. So that's what, you know, we were talking about a lot um, with Team USA is, is stick to your strengths. And we, we got we got the guys to back you up, the guys coming after you. And then, you know, with every game being important, every game is is a playoff game. It feels like an elimination game. So you really want to come out there not fooling around, not, not getting beat by your third or fourth best pitch. You want to go out there, guns hot, attacking guys with your best stuff. And um, you know, in that playoff situation, you're going to try to write as long as you can and then, you know, call for reinforcement after that. And can you tell us, too, you mentioned the difference between um, Korean and Japanese play. Um, what were you thinking for the between those two specifically between what you're seeing on USA baseball, too? So Korean style baseball, they're they're pretty similar to the American approach and they're trying to um, get early contact out, out in front, try to get uh, their power out in front and pull balls, um, use their strength to the pull side, usually selling out for one pitch and try to capitalize on, on that fastball early or that breaking ball late in the count. And the Japanese are, are a bit more balanced. They still have their power, especially this Japanese team. Um, they, they, didn't, they didn't sacrifice any power, but uh, they're, they're a lot more protective at the plate and don't, don't want to get fooled. So it, it's more of a chess game. Uh, when you have to face these Japanese guys um, and the Korean guys, good hitters too. When you make their mistake, um, they're going to capitalize. It's usually going to be a home run where a Japanese guy, if you make a mistake, um, you, you might be able to get out of it. If it's only, so usually only a base hit. And so um, just a different style of how you may uh, attack those guys. Again, still sticking to your strengths, but you might set it up a little bit differently. Still here with silver medalist Nick Martinez on one-on-one WFUV sports now um nick i'm also curious about you know in terms of you know we know a lot of pitchers will use video research and all these different types of things to get a good scouting report on their hitters but also in the adjustment between leagues and we know how well major league baseball does of, of making sure there's enough footage of everybody but in going to japan what is their video situation like what's it like trying to get guys from all over the world during the olympics are you able to have enough information to get a good scouting report or do you kind of just have to rely on your best pitches so out here in Japan, we use the same, pretty much the same system um, as Major League. Um, there's a mix between TrackMan and Hawkeye. I think everyone in the Major Leagues is using Hawkeye. Um, there's about there's a good mix. Most of the stadiums are dome, so they they'll use TrackMan where it's not affected by the um, by the weather. And then the outdoor stadiums use Hawkeye. Um, so we we get the same um, information. Maybe the scouting report might be set up a little bit differently based on um, just because of the approach, different approaches that hitters may have here. So the scouting report may be a little bit different, but you can get the same information. Uh, as far as the Olympics, um, I was able to get a little bit of data um, and information on, on the Korean team my first time around. I've had, I have some friends that play out there. I sent them the roster and, and got um, 
a good idea of what their hitters are trying to do and, and what their strengths are and what their weaknesses are. And we also were able to get a hold of, uh, I, I believe they use some sort of analytics out there too. And, that, and that, that's, um, if, if you have an account in stateside or, or in Japan, you're able to, to see some of their uh, analytics and, and kind of build a scouting report off that. And then obviously against Japan, um, I know these guys have been playing out here four years. So I, I know um, what they're trying to do, what their strengths are, what their weaknesses are. And um, I was able to fill in a scouting report for our first time around and then um, make adjustments for when I was pitching against them. And I hope you don't mind here. I just want to pivot to to talk about more of your kind of um, progression to get to where you are now. So for me, I play softball at Fordham right now. And oh, um, nice. Yeah, I love it. I love it so much. I'm living with a yeah. lot of softball players too. Sweet. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, yeah. And what we think about too a lot of the time is for softball, there's not there's a pro league, but it's not as um, right. It's not as abundant. As prominent. As, yeah. Right. As, Right. Um, and so I'm wondering for you, what was kind of always the dream? Was it always playing for Team USA? I know there's been so many fluctuations to, you know, being in the Olympics, not being right. in the Olympics. I feel like for me as a young softball player, we always looked up to the Olympians. Right. So was it always playing in college first and then you knew you wanted to play pro? But what was the projection for you? Yeah. So, I mean, since I was a kid, being in the major leagues has been my, my dream. And, um, you know, representing the country is a, a a dream beyond a dream really so uh, just to put that in perspective um, but you know yeah first you know first step was to, to play collegiately and, and then you know get my foot in the door there and then same thing um, with with professional baseball you guys I was a second baseman at Fordham uh, I didn't really pitch much and um, I, I wanted to get drafted and play professionally any which way so my last year there I, I asked our coach to let me get some innings in the bullpen and knowing that I have a strong arm maybe I get some looks that way so again I just wanted a chance to play pro ball and then once once that happened, the goal changed to, all right, I want to get to the major leagues. And then when I got to the major leagues, if you would have asked me, hey, you, you know, you're going to play in Japan, I would have said, no, no freaking way. You know, I'm staying, I'm staying in the show or, or I'm not going to go to Japan. I'm not going to ask my family to move out there. But um, once I made that decision, I came out here. I, I feel like I've learned a lot. I've matured. Um, I, it was an opportunity, opportunity for me to, to better my repertoire and, and, and uh, Get a, get a better understanding of what my strengths are. And so uh, I feel like it's a necessary step. And, um, you know, from here, um, you know, I'm 31, so I don't know what, what – I don't really plan too far ahead in terms of uh, uh, my baseball career now. But uh, right now I'm just enjoying the moment, trying to kick ass every time I take them out. Still with Nick Martinez here on one-on-one. -on -one. Nick, I was actually just about to ask you about uh, your time at Fordham and, and your time playing second base and, you know, talking about adjustments – you know, you spent most of your time, as you mentioned, playing second base and, you know, you hit 295, which, you know, ain't bad at all. Uh, so the, all right. the adjustment to becoming a pitcher um, is, you know, a little no pun intended out of left field. But uh, I would I would presume that being a hitter and also being a fielder inform the way you approach pitching in a way that gives you some kind of advantage. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, I wasn't that great a hitter, so uh... – <laughs> You know, once once I um, once I got into pro ball, I think what helped me the most um, was that a, a really good understanding of, of how new this is to me, and so I, I felt like I, I felt behind a little bit. I felt like I needed to learn, and and so I, I was curious about everything and wanted to learn, you know, about everything. I think what did help um, being a position player, you know, aside from just the athleticism coming going to the mound and not being so robotic that sometimes that you know, pitcher only players from their whole lives kind of 
you know, might get a little robotic or mechanical. Whereas I'm, I was able to stay athletic um, and, and continue to be athletic on the mound. Um, but what, what's also helped me was, um, you know, I think uh, my baseball IQ, I, I was able to learn the game a lot from, from being a middle infielder, knowing where everyone's supposed to be, knowing where to throw the ball, uh, where, where the situation was taking me has helped um, and transitioned onto the mound. And so uh, whenever I'm on the mound in those situations, I know what, what I should do or what I want to do. And, and it also keeps me calm. Uh, so I think that, that that's helped me a lot. Yeah. I think that's so interesting too. The level of calm is so important. I'm realizing now as I'm going to my senior year, like it's way more important to be calm and prepared than maybe trying too hard and doing right. too much because I'll just like get out of my shoes, get out of my cleats and not be doing what I'm meant to do. Yeah. And I'm wondering, although it might be selfishly um, because I want some advice for the upcoming season. Sure, sure. Um, it seems like you've had a lot of fluctuations too in your, like, in your life in general too, a lot of moving around. And I'm wondering what yeah. keeps you grounded and not only grounded in a way that helps you operate through life, but like helps you just pitch the ball, see the glove, keep it simple. What is the thing that helps you? Yeah, so I mean, I, I, actually I, I do a lot of meditation. Um, probably the most meditation that I've done in my life I've done this year. Um, and I, I think that helps me keep, keep me grounded and keep me focused on just one pitch at a time. Um, but a lot of times, and, and for someone in your shoes, and it happens to, all, to me still, uh, whenever you feel like you might be chasing some, chasing it, you know, chasing the moment or chasing the opportunity, um, you feeling rushed. You're also, you're, you're obviously going to be tense. So I, for me, I, I like to just focus for me one pitch at a time, um, not to get, not get worried about what the future might hold. You know, you, we, you're going into your senior year. So think about all the training that you've done um, to, to actually prepare your body and to prepare your mind. And so for your senior year, it really it comes to a point. And for me too, it's a lot easier said than done is to trust that preparation. You know, you are ready for this. You are ready for your senior season. You know, I'm ready for this game. I've, I've put in the work, I've put in the time, uh, the preparation, the scouting report. You know, I, I believe in the scouting report for me. I, I don't know, are you a hitter or, or a pitcher? Or pitcher? Hitter, outfielder too. So as an outfielder, you know who's pitching, you know what kind of stuff they're bringing. Um, I feel like in the outfield, that's more instinctual. You're, you're chasing out a, a fly ball, so not a lot of thought goes there, but more, more, most of the the thing happens at the plate. Um, trust the, trust your instincts and, and all the preparation that you've done. You know, you've done a lot of it and it, and it, and it helps. Nick, we, we have one last question for you and then we'll wrap things up here. It's an important one. The medal. Where is it? Who has seen it? Uh, I didn't, you know, I should have brought it today. Actually, I fudged up on that one. Um, okay. It's back in my apartment. Uh, this is the first day I don't bring it to. They've been asking me to bring it to the field like every day. And, and um, it's been in my backpack every day. And last night I took it out and left it in my uh, apartment. But, um, I mean, I've been showing it off to, to everyone here. I got on, on my team here, there's four guys that were on Team Japan. So they're walking around with gold medals and I'm walking around with silver. So uh, comes time you're like, let me just put this away. The gold is a lot cooler. <laughs> that is fantastic. This is Nick Martinez. Uh, and I know you had said something about my intro, how it was a little long, but I hope you never let anyone give you a shorter one. No, that was great. That was, I loved it. That was a great intro. I, I appreciate that. And we, we appreciate you being here. We're, we're so grateful that you have joined us. And I'm sure our audience really is too. That is Nick Martinez, a silver medalist for Team USA. Uh, thank you so much, Nick. But we will oh, be- Thank you guys, man. I enjoyed it. Of course. And we're so grateful.
And we're grateful that you're sticking around here on one-on-one, you listening. We will be back for much more in just a second. So stay tuned. This is one-on-one on WFUV.